Hello, everyone. I'm DP, and welcome to Peculiar Pastimes. The show about weird, strange, and wonderful hobbies, the history behind them, and the very human heart that connects us to them. This episode's topic, the art of stained glass. Stained glass of the past brings to mind some pretty spectacular views. Soaring arches, European architecture, and churches with uncomfortable pews. The late great cathedrals of eras past have their vaulted ceilings and kaleidoscopes of color filling in the windows. In the late medieval period, there certainly wasn't very much room for amateur craftsmen when it came to stained glass. Large window spaces with big lead cross pieces meant that it wasn't so much a hobby as an expensive art style. But as is the case with lots of modern technology, the accessibility of stained glass making has continually increased over the years. It is now possible to make small-scale stained glass with the smallest amount of tools and the tiniest amount of glass. The artisans of eras past certainly didn't have access to these kinds of tools. They handmade everything they needed. It probably would have been a difficult art form at the time. But there's just something so majestic about the colored glass filtering through the light and illuminating the pictures. It's easy to see why they used it in churches so much. There's just something so simply divine about it. How stained glass works is actually pretty interesting. There's a couple different types of glass that can be referred to as stained glass, and one of them is called flashed glass. Flashed glass is quite an extraordinary invention that's a little bit hard to describe. I looked at lots of sources, and a, a number of them just vaguely refer to glass being dipped in color, which doesn't seem like it should be a real process. I did come across a 480p YouTube video of an old lady showing off antiques that said that it was simply regular glass covered with a paint that had a certain metal solution on it. In the case of red stained glass, a copper sulfate. When brought into high kiln temperatures, the color is effectively flashed onto the glass, making a layer of colorful looking glass. When combined with other elements and mixtures, you can flash different colors into the glass. This gives the glass a layer of color, but doesn't go all the way through. But you can also make what's called pot glass, which is essentially the same thing, but mixed when the glass is melted, so it all coagulates together and becomes colored all the way through. Though the actual term stained glass technically refers to a slightly cheaper method that was discovered during the 1300s called silver staining. Once again, it's the same process, uh, taking a compound, mixing it, and painting it on the glass, but, but using a silver compound. It was both easier to paint and fire the glass to make it colored. Though the actual history of stained glass as an art is much more fractured than the science. Stained glass became a part of Western art prominence during the medieval and middle ages, but the art has really existed for so much longer. Colored glass on its own has existed since the time of the ancient Egyptians. Stained glass has been made all around the world in antiquity from Syria and Babylon to England and France. There have been extensive revivals, renaissances, and fusions with the stained glass art form throughout history. There's one thing for certain, though. It's an art form that's captured people's attentions. Modern society is no different. There's high art and being made in stained glass, just as there are now glass studios that teach recreational stained glass making to people. It's still fairly niche, 
one of those hobbies that most people just don't know about. But there's a grand artistic tradition that's been passed down for centuries, trying to keep the ancient art alive in its traditional form. Of course, I learned it the modern way. YouTube tutorials. I first discovered that stained glass making was even possible off a of Simone Gertz YouTube video. She's a fun DIY hobby, crafts and engineering sort of YouTuber, making cool videos about projects she's made. I came across one video that was about her making a stained glass window for her loft. I watched the video and was immediately enamored with the process. I didn't even know this was something that was possible. It feels a little far from the classical process and takes a slightly different approach, but at its base, all that's required is a soldering iron, solder, the glass itself, and some copper-sided tape. I devoured a number of tutorials and could see that it was quite easy to get buried in the same sort of stuff that every hobby has. Which pliers should I buy? How should I make my templates? What mixture of solder should I buy? But as with all hobbies and art forms, the best possible thing to get started is to just make things. The thing that I struggled most with was breaking the glass. It can be quite frustrating. What you really should do is buy a specialty pair of pliers called running pliers that allow you to easily break the glass. You just need to score the line with a glass cutter, line the pliers up, and squish. That glass cutter's probably required too, but you could theoretically DIY it. The glass cutter only scores the glass, creating a thin line on top. You can't properly cut glass. It has a tendency to shear, shatter, and fracture, like glass tends to do. So what you really need to do is strategically weaken it along a line and guide it as it shatters off. The running pliers certainly run away with the competition compared to other models, but you can do it without the pliers too. I certainly did, whether that's for good or ill. I also didn't have real stained glass to work with, which might have also been a problem. Just some glass that I stole off an old picture frame that was too broken to use. I found that it's actually surprisingly hard to intentionally break glass. It's quite easy to shatter it into oblivion, but to strategically break it in a shape that you want along the line you cut is a hard feat to accomplish. I tried knocking it with the little ball end of the glass cutter, which didn't work at all, dropping it along the seam, which also didn't work, just breaking it with my hands and a pair of gloves, which cracked it in the wrong place. Then I finally landed on a sort of okay method that works most of the time. If you line the edge of your score line on your glass with the edge of your table and give it a big shove on the end, the glass will snap off along the line. That is, if you don't drop the main glass piece the first time like I did. I tried to make a W or an M to start off with, but I ended up reducing a fairly large picture frame into two salvageable pieces that can almost passively make a V. I gingerly put copper tape around the edges, the poor man's safe equivalent of lead frames. They came highly rated on Amazon as great slug deterrents for the garden and fun accents for crafts. I didn't know if they were going to work. I applied solder around the edges of the tape as YouTube suggested I did, and, and it worked, even though I didn't buy the correct solder because the proper one was too expensive. It covered the edges and made the tape not fall off, 
which I was grateful for. I eventually soldered the two pieces together, and it worked pretty well. Not amazing, doesn't look all that good, and I wouldn't really trust it to stay together under any sort of force, but it looks okay. It was a humbling process to attempt a hobby that's got so many enriching and surviving examples, and it's hard to compete with the majesties that surrounds this art. I discovered that it's just really difficult to get it right. There's something so classic and intriguing about it, too. It's hard to get right, but that's not any different from any other art form. It does require specialty tools and materials and certain techniques, but all in all, it's very similar to other art forms in terms of difficulty. But it does have a different feeling to it. I guess it feels a little bit more like woodworking than it does like painting. Or perhaps a form of sculpting. You're releasing the shape of the art from the glass. It's not just the color and how it's used, it's about how the glass is shaped, colored, embroidered with the solder and the edges, and placed together that gives it its artistic flair. It stands unique behind a wall of painted glass. A window of opportunity awaits, only waiting for us to fill it with glass. Thanks for listening. It's been a glass. Make sure to leave a rating, and I'll see you in the next episode. Kill your pastimes.